0: Pretzel crust fans rejoice because it's backed by popular demand, Little Caesars Large. Soft pretzel crust pizza featuring a creamy cheddar cheese sauce, pepperoni, and a four cheese blend, surrounded by a delicious salted soft salt pretzel crust for just $6. Hot and ready every day between four and eight, and only six bucks from the home of Pretzel Crust Pizza Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza at participating locations plus tax.
1: Block Talk Radio.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Fourth Quarter Comeback Show. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is an absolute honor to be here with you tonight. It is officially New Year's Eve in the East. It is 12 midnight in the East, and it is New Year's Eve. We have one less than a day left for for the year of 2009. And I have to ask you this question. Are you ready for the best season of your life? Are you ready for the best season of your life? Because guess what, it's your time. You've been through hell and high water, and now you get ready. To, you're getting ready to walk into the, one of the best times of your life. I want each and every one of you to to, to get a picture in your mind of what your your um, ideal life is supposed to look like. What is 2010 supposed to look like to you? I want each and every one of you to come up with 10 goals that you want to uh, to manifest in 2000 2010. Excuse me. Because guess what? It's your time. It is. It is your harvest time. It is your harvest time. It is your harvest time, people. It is your your t- season to reap. And I want you to understand is that this is one of the most dynamic times of our lives. That we're getting ready to walk into a, a whole new realm. If you've been here any of the, the four quarter comeback shows up to this point, you know that there's still time left on the clock, and there's still some things that that are going to happen just before 2000. Nine in 2010 gets here But guess what For each and every one of you For each and every one of you Everybody who can hear my voice right now I want you to understand that When we started this, this, this Fourth quarter comeback movement back in October October 1st to be exact The first day of the fourth quarter of, of 2009 And as we're here We're staying here today On the last day of the fourth quarter in 2009 The last moments of the fourth quarter I want you to continue to visualize yourself living your ideal life. I want you to continue to visualize yourself winning. I want you to continue to visualize yourself being successful. I want you to continually, continually, continue to to visualize yourself being who you know you've been called to be. In fact, I want to do something here. Before we go any further, I want to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of His Spirit. And I want to thank you, each and every one of you. I want to thank each and every one of you personally for coming out tonight and listening to the fourth quarter comeback. This is going to be a dynamic show. We're only going to be here for for less than an hour now. Like we got about 50 minutes left in the show, and we're gonna. I, I got a dynamic guest I'm going to bring on, and we're we're going to just give you an injection, uh, an adrenaline shot, of motivation and encouragement to end this these last few hours of this year strong and to expect a dynamic harvest in 2010. So with that in mind, I want to play for you a a dynamic, inspirational song that you've heard me play multiple times on this show now, and it's by Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers, and it's called It's Your Time. I want you to hear this song. I want you to open your spirit up to to receive what this song has for you and just, just sit back and just hear this song. I want you to hear it with your mind and your heart open. Because guess what? You're getting ready to walk into some of the best times of your life because it's your time. So without further ado, I'm going to play this inspirational song, and then we'll be right back.
2: your time. Oh.
0: We want to thank y'all for coming. I just want to encourage somebody to let you know I am speaking over your life. You get ready to walk into the best
2: time of your life. You are getting ready to get
0: your inheritance. Just look at somebody and say, it's your time, it's your time. Vanessa, come to the stage for me, please. Yeah,
1: hey, oh, hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Oh, come on, y'all, let say, let's say, it's your, it's your time. Everybody, can you just say that? with It's your,
2: why don't you look at somebody and
1: sing it to me? I'm You ain't gonna live from paycheck to paycheck uh, You're gonna live in the time. overflow, the overflow, it's the overflow time. Some of you are ready to start your own business your Some of you are ready to start
2: your own practice
1: Some of you are ready to walk into the best season of your life I came to tell you it's your time Sing it for me, you know she on own birthday it's mighty sweet tonight It's mighty sweet tonight I said it's mighty and sweet tonight When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that is done for me I'm telling you all that is done for me Some of you may not know it. Well, can I tell you what it's done for me? I said, can I tell you what it's done for me? Way back in 2003. It was back in January 2003. The doctors gave me bad reports. But my wife Tracy and I, we decided that we would believe that. Report of the Lord. We decided that we would believe the report of the Lord. He said you're healed. He said you're healed. He said you're healed. And I'm standing here tonight. I I'm standing here tonight.
0: people know it's your time.
2: Oh, just tell somebody says say, it's my time. Mm-hmm.
1: It's your time. Came to tell you, hey, it's your time, your time. Oh, it's your time. Come on, quiet, help me say, help me say. Everybody say, Oh, it's your time. Sing it all over the building. It's your time. Sing it if you believe it's, it's your time. Your time. Oh, oh, it's your time. It's your time.
2: Just sing it to somebody. Come it's on, tell that.
0: There there. Come, on, come, on sure.
1: mm-hmm. oh, come on up here, Karen. Watch you. Encourage somebody, somebody walk her around, walk her around, walk her. Break it on down, break it on down, break it on down, break it on down. Love we Tell them a little bit, Tell about their time. Tell them about their time. Ooh.
0: Hello, and we're back. That was the song that I've been telling you about, It's Your Time, by Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers. And I think that that song is absolutely fitting for the last fourth quarter comeback show of 2009. You have positioned yourself. You have worked hard. you've, You've done the requisite work. You've sown the seed. You've gone through the process. Now it's your time to reap the harvest. That's what I came here tonight to tell you. It's your time to reap the harvest, people. It's your time to enjoy the best times of your life. Many people who have come before us have paved the way for a lot of things that we're going to be able to enjoy. Some people have been praying for you. Some people have been fasting for you. Some people have you know, just loved you before they even knew who you were. This season that we're getting ready to walk into, people, let me tell you, it is the one of the best seasons of our lives. We're getting ready to walk into some of the best times of our lives. Some, some people, you know, restoration of your, of your emotions, of your mind, of your body, of your soul, of your spirit, is going to, is, is going to take place because it's just time. It's, it's, it's time. It, listen, very, listen to me very carefully. It's your time. It's your time to be an entrepreneur. It's your time to step out and be a dynamic husband and to be a dynamic wife. It's your time. To be everything that God says you are. I I said it on Saturday. I said it on a show I I was interviewed on a Monday. The nightmare is over. If you can hear my voice, the nightmare is over. The struggle is over. It's go time. It's time to to walk into your destiny. It's time to realize your destiny. It's time to, to be who you know you are. You are a champion. Each and every one of you. If you can hear the sound of my voice, if you're up at midnight on New Year's Eve, if you're up at midnight on New Year's Eve listening to me right now, then guess what? You know you're a champion. If you hear this, When you hear this podcast and you hear my voice, you know you're a champion because you, you found your way to this podcast because you need to hear somebody tell you it's your time because you're a champion. Inside of you dwells some dynamic stuff that has to come to pass. Yep, playtime is over. It's time for you to experience some of the best times of your life. Don't let anybody take that from you. This is this is your time. It's your season. Whatever it is you really want, focus on that. Whatever it is you really expect from, from life, focus on that. The thing, the nightmare is over, people. The nightmare has ended. The nightmare has ended. The struggle is over. We're getting ready to walk into the best times of our lives. I don't know how else to say it. Dreamers and visionaries, this is this is what we've been waiting for. 2010 promises to be a dynamic year. And I, I thank each and every one of you who can hear my voice for taking the time to listen to me t- tell you this tonight, because I know that you won't be disappointed. When you hear this show, when you go back and listen to this show over and over again throughout the year of 2010, you're going to remember this moment. It was New Year's Eve 2009, and you heard somebody tell you it's your time. I want you to write down the top ten goals you had for 2010. And with those goals, I want you to be very specific about what it is you expect to see in 2010 and beyond. We're walking into a a new decade. We're walking out of a decade that saw things happen that we would have never thought could possibly happen. Something's good, something's bad. I know being from Detroit, Michigan, I would have never thought that I would see the Big Three collapse. I would have never thought that in my entire life. But also remember before I left Detroit to come to Atlanta – I was driving on I-94, going towards the airport, and I saw a billboard that said, "God forgive us for making GM our source." People, things are being being shifted. Things are being put back in order. The, the scriptures let us know that not to be weary and well doing because this is our time to reap. This is this is our reap. so you will reap if you don't faint. Those people who didn't faint, this is your time. This is the time where you're going to experience some things that you can't explain. There are going to be some things happening for some of you that don't make any sense. They don't make any natural sense. Because a lot of things that, that have happened, this was the year of the supernatural where things were being sh- shipped and positioned supernaturally for you. Now you're getting to walk into a year of restoration and increase and dream realization. People... I don't know how else to say it. This is, this is getting ready to be one of the best times of your life, and you've got to know what you want. So with that in mind, I'm going to take you to a segment that I normally do on creating a championship standard of living each and every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to take you to a segment I normally do there, and it's called Visualizing Your Ideal Life. And what I do in this segment of Visualizing Your Ideal Life, first and foremost, I want everybody that can hear my voice to stop. Stop whatever it is you're doing. As long as you're not driving. If you're driving, then pull over, then stop. I want each and every one of you, I want each and every one of you to just focus on my voice for a moment. And now now that we're focusing on my voice, this is what I want you to do. I want you to imagine yourself sitting in an IMAX movie theater with a wide panoramic screen, comfortable seats, And I want you to to envision the projector coming on and and onto the screen is projecting your ideal life. Like I told you, I don't care about the constraints. I don't care about what's not going on. I don't care about what's, what's not in order right now. That doesn't matter because we're visualizing your ideal life. What I want each and every one of you to do is to imagine you on that big screen, Enjoying life, regardless of what may be going on outside. Uh, for this moment right here, for this particular exercise, I want you to see yourself thriving. I want you to see yourself on fire for your life. I want you to see yourself enjoying your life. I want you to see yourself just experiencing the finer things in life. I want you to see your, if you want to travel, I want you to see yourself going to an exotic location and walking on a beach. I hear there's beaches with jet black sand. I've never seen one, but I've heard of them. You know, I want I want you to experience some of the greater things that uh, that life has to offer. See, this this world is is an abundant world. Don't get caught up in in lack. Lack is not lack is a is a farce. It's not the truth. This is an abundant universe, and there's no shortage of anything because God is our source. See, GM wasn't people's source in Michigan, but they had made GM their source, and to the point where they had to come back to their their real source. A lot of people had to really understand that God is God. Well. People, being a visionary, being a dreamer, you already know God is God. And there's nothing greater than God. And he gives you all the creative energy you need to create the life that you want. So don't be afraid. Put your life on that screen. Put your ideal life on that screen. I want you to see yourself with a brand new car. I want you to see yourself walking to a brand new house. I want you to see yourself in a happy marriage. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. Look at all the vivid colors. Look at the water as you go in the ocean. Look at the birds in the sky. Look at your children playing carefree. Now that you have a vision, I want you to fully embrace the emotions that you feel when you look at this picture. See, I want you to embrace it because that picture you're seeing on that screen is really you. Let me tell you this much. The game of life, the game of life is played between your ears, and if you expect to win at the game of life, you got to win it between your ears first. What am I saying? The game of life must be won first in your mind. See, that the battle that – most battles that you're going to face in life, they're not for anything else but your mind. And once you win the battle for your mind, you will have the life that you so desire. At that point, external constraints don't constrain you anymore. That's where I'm trying to get you to to see here. I want you to use your mind to create the world that you know that you deserve. I want you to use your mind to create the world that you know you deserve. And now that you've created that picture, I want you to feel it. I want you to completely feel it. This is what it feels like to be a champion. You know, I, I use this analogy all the time, or I use this quote all the time. I, I watch the movie Rocky, and in the, in the movie Rocky, his trainer Mick would always tell him, "Rock, if you see yourself doing good, you do good. The people I'm here today to tell you, if you see yourself experiencing the finer things in life, enjoying life, guess what? It will happen. Your mind is so strong that if you can imagine a thing, you will bring it to pass. The law of attraction does work. The law of attraction does work. What you think about, you'll bring about. So I'm telling you, think about the great things in life. Think about the possibility of you enjoying your life. And don't let go of it. I don't care what happens tomorrow, don't let go of it. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to those dreams. Hold on to the to those those, those fantasies. Because guess what? Dreamers and visionaries, it's your dreams and your vision that's going to change the world. You You see the change in the world before the world sees it. And that's a, that's a gift and a curse sometimes. The gift part of it because you get a chance to actually be the the father or the mother of of, a, of something dynamic in, in society. The bad part about it is that because other people don't see it, sometimes they'll try to knock it down. So you have to stay tough inside of yourself. And that's why this, this visualization real, is so dynamic. You have to hold on to this. So I want you to hold on to that vision. Now I want you to feel, I want you to completely feel the emotions of that vision. I want you to feel what it feels like to walk on that beach. I want you to feel what it feels like to walk in that house debt-free. You know, the car you just got outside is debt-free. And when you walk at home, you want to be at home because your spouse is loving and your children are well-behaved. I want you to, I want you to feel the feelings of, of the success in life. Feel it. I want you to embrace it, fully embrace it. Now that you can visualize it and now that you're embracing it, I want you to repeat after me, repeat after me. free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. People, I want you to get this. I want you to get this. I want you to walk into 2010 on fire. What I want you to do is when when it's, show is over tonight. I want you to get the podcast. I want you to replay the podcast. Send it to all your friends. I want you to go into 2010 on fire because this is your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. The nightmare is over. The nightmare has ended. The struggle is over. It's time for you to enjoy some of the finer things in life. It's time for you to, to enjoy the abundance of this universe because it's your time. And what I'm going to do right now, people, I'm going to send you to a motivational moment from our my uh Creating a Championship Standard Living Show, and then I'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 Steps to Staying True to Yourself. 10 Steps to to Staying True to Yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I, uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being, always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, A guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity, that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in, because you weren't put here to blend in, you are put here to stand out and leave, so let me get started with our lesson, um, 10 steps to staying true to yourself, step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself, step number one. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self esteem and they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. They, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you're less than than, than, great you're less than phenomenal you're less than the best if you truly when you truly know who you are when you truly know who you are when you you truly know what you are nobody can come and tell you anything other than that Immediately you understand that that's, that's a farce. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not that is not the truth. So in understanding that it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating his likeness and image. You're creating his likeness and image. It's not like dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in his life is an image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create, you're created to, to repair, you were created to, to do something dynamic, you were created to do something awesome, you're created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when He created you, He created you to solve a, a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. from um, my uh, Creating a Championship Standard of Living show, which airs every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live, um, a dynamic show dedicated to dreamers and visionaries everywhere uh, to help you to create a championship standard of living for yourself. People, I had to do something dynamic here. I had to extend the show 30 minutes. So the show was intended to be, uh, just one hour, but I, I had to extend this show because I feel like something is getting ready to break loose, and I'm just gonna flow, and we're gonna we're gonna have a great time tonight. So, but before I get get carried away with myself here, I am going to um, bring on a dynamic guest. She is, um, how can I say it? She's an absolutely phenomenal young lady. Uh, she's a, a dynamic life coach from uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and um, I'm gonna let her give you more. Information about herself, but without further ado, I want to bring to the show tonight for this final fourth quarter comeback show of 2009, uh, none other than Miss Natasha Allen. Natasha, are you there?
3: Yes, I am. How are you?
0: It is absolutely an honor to have you on the show. I am excited for you to be here tonight.
3: Good. I'm excited to be here.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> Natasha, could you tell the people more about uh, who you are and what what you do?
3: Yes. I am a life and career empowerment coach. Um, I always start off and tell everyone that I'm very fortunate in that my passion and my purpose is also my profession. Um, what I do is I work for I work with those that are feeling unfulfilled either in life or in their career, um, and I help them create a success model. The success model that. It could last anywhere from one month to one year to five years. Um, really help them create the success model and walk it out. Uh, the The ultimate goal is to get them uh, from vision to reality so that they can stop thinking about their dreams and their visions for their life but actually living it.
0: Okay. And, you know, we're getting ready to embark upon a, a new year, 2010, like I said, Promises to be a dynamic year, and there are going to be a lot of people coming up with with resolutions about how they're going to handle the new, the new year. But I would prefer to help people set goals versus resolutions. Do you have any goal setting tips that you can share with the listeners tonight? Uh,
3: you know, my biggest thing is you know, earlier in the show you mentioned the law of attraction, and you know, that's something that I'm really really passionate about, uh, you know, because the law simply states that, you know, your thoughts create and influence your reality. Uh, Yes. As I really think more about it, I really have been able to understand that, you know, it's your mind. The human mind is actually what holds so many hostage from walking into their dreams. So, you know, I always say that the, the old statement, you know, your past will dictate your fu- future is actually a misnomer. I really, truly believe that your thoughts will dictate your destiny. Um, And so, you know, my belief is that, you know, if people will be more destiny-minded, more future-minded, I think they'll they'll be able to walk into their destiny a lot easier. And it does start with setting the proper goals for your life. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we really don't understand what the right goals are. Right. You know, and it's all about setting the proper goals for your life and the most realistic goals for your life. Well,
0: with, with that in mind, Natasha, how do, you, how do you get a person to the point where they're, they're actually setting the right goals?
3: Well, we we really we sit down. We we discuss everything that's going on in in their life, from personal to professional, Um, children, family, friends. We really, you know, we touch every aspect of their life, and then we look at what what's the most realistic plan for your life. How do we how do we take what you're going through, and we say, okay, this is the ultimate goal. So we, we look at what's most realistic about that person's life at that point, and then we say, you know, how do how how do you want the end of your year to look? So from, you know, beginning in 2010, what do you want December 31st, 2010, to really look like? And then from there we, we, we tap into what the person is most passionate about at that moment. What are you most passionate about? And then we look at, what are the things that you're tolerating in life? Because those things that you're tolerating, they actually give a lot of insight to what you you want in life. You know, because if you can, if you can determine what you don't want, then it's a little bit easier to, to, to determine what you do want.
0: Yes, I totally agree with that. I think a lot of people are accepting things just because they, they don't know anything better. But if you make a list of the things you truly want, it will always put, shed light on the things you don't want and you can start, you know, taking those things, removing those things from your life immediately.
3: Yeah, definitely. I always say, you know, set goals and move to action. You know, instead of saying, you know, it, 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 words are very powerful. You know, words are symbols. And so you can actually use words to enhance your life or, you know, do the opposite. But I always tell people, you know, instead of saying, you know, I want a better job, Just begin saying, you know, if you're, you know, entrepreneurial-minded, just begin saying, you know, by this date I will be walking through the doors of my own company. You know, if you want a better relationship, instead of saying, you know, I want to have a better relationship, just say, you know, my current relationship right now, it's improving each day that we're together. You know, it's really about choosing your words wisely because it really, it's a direct reflection of your core thoughts.
0: Well, you know, I, I'm I'm big on words. I'm big on on how you say things, and um and language. Tell the people how you would encourage someone who who may not be using their their the weapon of their mouth effectively. Like before you answer that, I'm, I'm gonna give you a little uh, options here. A couple weeks ago, I had on Doctor uh, Sims, Doctor Walter Sims, down in Dalton, Alabama. He was on the show and we he talked about the cowardly lion, and we had a revelation of how when the lion roars within a 5- to 10-mile radius, anything that, that comes in contact with that roar, is almost virtually paralyzed. And what happens is that the, the lion's roar is so dynamic that it actually shuts down its prey. It shuts it down in fear. It's like almost like a deer caught in headlights. Now, in understanding that the Cowardly Lion's issue was that his roar was turned in reverse. In fact, he was using the roar against himself. He was paralyzing himself with fear when he opened his mouth. And, underst- and, and using that par- parable, that how would you get somebody to hit the reverse button so that they're using their the weapon of their mouth to call out the things that be not as though they were, to call out the, their, their environment as they want it to be?
3: You know, as you were speaking, the the first thing came to my mind was the scripture. You know, you have what you say. You know, you you know, like you said, your words are very powerful. And I think with that, you know, it it it's such a direct correlation between your words and your thoughts. Um, I think that most people really need to learn the fine art of acceptance and release. You know, instead of wanting to change a problem or even pretending as though you know, the negative thoughts are not present and, and, you know, trying to avoid them. And then, oops, I just spoke, you know, what was in the depth of my heart. Um, you know, really just focusing on allowing yourself to, to feel that emotion and, and let it go. So, you know, I'm a true believer in that once you resist the need to change, you'll actually just naturally accept the change without forcing the change, because the, fear, the to me, the, the cure for frustration is always acceptance. Right. But, you know, there's such a close, you know, correlation between your thoughts and your mind, it's really a matter of how well do you want to be a gatekeeper?
0: Right. You know, and how
3: well of a gatekeeper are you?
0: Right. Tasha, on that note, I want you to hold that thought. We're going to come back. I want to uh, have a little intermission here, and then we're going to come right back, and I want you to finish that thought. Sounds good.
1: You keep on-
0: It is utterly important. It is utterly important that you understand that you, you're going to have to apply some work. You're going to have to. you going to have to give some effort. See, that's how you win a championship, people. If um, I played on many championship teams, if if we hadn't conditioned and practiced and, and worked hard during the summer months, there's no time. There's no. There wouldn't be a, a chance that we could even think about hoisting the trophy in a, in the fall months when we when I was playing football. It was virtually impossible. Your, your preparation matters. The difference between someone who's great and who's not great is the preparation. You must prepare to win. You must prepare to be great. And once you're prepared, you have to execute. And, and if, if you can do those things together, guess what? You can earn your greatness. So, in keeping in line with our quote, our presidential wisdom, in reaffirming the greatness of our nation, we understand that greatness is never given, it must be earned. So go out today, people, and earn your greatness, because you deserve it, and, and your whole legacy is counting on you. Hello, and we're back. Uh, That's song that we played was great things by canton jones and it's a song that you've been hearing me play a lot because i just really believe that like you know god has put us in a position to to do great things and he keeps doing great things for us so i just want to keep putting in your spirit to to keep your expectation high because god is still doing great things for us even though 2009 is not over yet even though 2010 hasn't gotten here yet god is still doing great things that 2009 is still it's shaping up to be a dynamic year. Uh, coming back to the line is uh, our dynamic life coach, uh, Natasha Allen. Natasha, are you back with us? Yes. And um, I wanted to, to to kind of shift gears for a second. I was thinking about something that you said, and it was – you said the phrase move to action. Right now I want to get people in the mindset that of, of expectancy in 2010, and we want to move them to action on their on their goals. How do we – what do, what do you suggest to a person to get them active, to get them moving towards their destiny, towards their goals?
3: You know, my biggest thing, I'm a huge fan of the question, what is my idea of a
0: well-lived
3: life? Hmm. Determine, what are, determine what are those things that you're passionately willing to pursue, you know, despite fear knocking at your door. Really determine those things, you know, and to begin to consider your thoughts and train yourself to see yourself truly living the life that you dream, developing a very realistic and strategic plan to attract and walk into your destiny. But it definitely starts with, for me, it starts with asking myself that question, what is my idea of a well-lived life?
0: And I, I like that because it's, it's starting with the, the end in the beginning. You you have to know what you uh, what you really want in life in order for you to start. <laughs> exactly. I, I taught a lesson on Saturday called the, the uh, three stages of dream realization. Mm-hmm. And the three stages of dream realization, as defined by myself, is the goal, the process, and the manifestation.
3: Okay.
0: And the go with the goal is like. Having a, uh, a walking to your home, for instance, and realizing it's fifty degrees in the house, and you want it at seventy degrees. And walking over, the goal is seventy degrees in the house. So what you would do at that point is you go over to your thermostat and you set it to seventy degrees, right? Right. Well, now you have your goal. Now you now you have the, the end result that you that you want to see. You know you know the desired outcome you're looking for. So now right. it's a it's a it, you have to give it time for the process to work to take mm-hmm. you to the place of manifestation. And what I see a lot of times in coaching people is that a lot of people don't want to wait for the process to play itself out.
1: Mm-hmm. What do
0: you do to encourage somebody to keep their cool and not faint so they get to the due season where they can reap the, the manifestation?
3: It's more about choice. It's more about understanding that you know, it's your responsibility to choose what you will experience. And you know, going back to just the the, the idea of your thoughts, you know, um, using the power of thought to really move your life in that direction, because energy attract like energy attracts like energy, you know. Mm-hmm. So what you project with your thoughts, it will come back.
0: Wow. So basically, if I think about something long enough, I can make it happen.
3: Most definitely. What you meditate on will definitely come to pass, but if it does not harmonize with what you truly desire, whose fault is it? You know, it boils down to really taking the responsibility to choose what you want to experience in this life wow. and then meditating on those things and speaking those things out.
0: Wow. And that's why I, I actually take the audience through the visualization um, Piece every week, the visualization segment each week, because I want people to get in tune and attuned to visualizing what they want to see their life look like versus just accepting what's handed to them.
3: Mm-hmm. I think
0: mm-hmm. we've gotten beyond a place now where we just have to take what, you know, we think somebody else wants us to have versus okay. not having the lifestyle that we truly want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, because
3: most people live in the, the realm that, you know, from an external standpoint, their situation really looks, it looks pretty ideal, but internally they're really not thrilled about it. Um, a lot of people that I run across, you know, life is not as fulfilling as they once imagined it, and they know that they should be doing something else, but at the same time they really feel torn between the reality of their life and the dreams that they envision for their life. So they're really at a crossroads because they really don't want to forfeit everything that they've created to walk in a completely unknown direction. But I always remind those that, you know, that that unchartered direction, that unknown direction, that's really the, the direction that you desperately want to go. So, you know, is it fear or destiny? Which one are you choosing?
0: Wow. Wow. Say it again. <laughs>
3: Fear or destiny, which will you choose? <laughs>
0: well, because this is the audience that, that listens to this show, I know that everybody here is going to choose destiny because they know that I've written a book called The Power of Conquering Fear, and if they need to get back attuned to seeking destiny, The Power of Conquering Fear is always available to you.
3: uh-huh,
0: mm-hmm. always available to you. Exactly. So, Tasha, do me a favor. Mhm. I want to do something dynamic. I want to go into a different segment of the show, but before I go into that segment, I want you to give the audience an encouraging word to expect great things in 2010. And I want to bring you back later in the show because I'm, going to do I'm getting ready to do something really dynamic now, but I want to bring you back off of the, uh, the, uh, the effects of that.
3: I think the most dynamic thing that I can say at this point which i i always tell people, you know, change your life and by default you will change your legacy.
0: Wow. 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 That is dynamic stuff. So you repeat that one more time? Mm-hmm.
3: Change your life and by default you will change your legacy.
0: <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm trying to really uh, just decipher everything you just saying and here, and that that means a lot, you know, because basically we we want to leave a dynamic legacy. We don't want to leave a, a, a you know a, a, a trail that that leaves a leaves a, a stench. We want to leave a trail that leaves a, a pleasant scent that people always think about us in a pleasant light. So what you're saying there is just absolutely dynamic, Tasha. What yeah. I want to do is I want you to hold on. I'm going to bring you back later in the show, but I want to do some. I need to do something real quick now, and I'll bring you that, back.
3: Okay, sounds good.
0: Okay. Well, people, as we all know that this this show is um is always subject to change because I trust God's Holy Spirit for everything that we do here, and just like we you know we extended and added thirty minutes to the show tonight, and just like we have like the dynamic life coach Natasha Allen on here tonight, we have a lot of people on here who wanna who who are gonna uh chime in with their opinions about things about the the very topics we're talking about tonight. I want to let everybody have have a chance to, to speak, but before we do that, I'm going to play another motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Whatever it is you're, 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 you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things, and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, you, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject, leads your life. So if, if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it if you reject it, you, you, you let go of it. And that that thing that which was good was coming for you, you you turn away from it. And you wanna always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day, every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed the universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless, it is designed to be. It's a design abundance, but you have it's your choice to get in the flow Power Conquer Fear is a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind. Because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we, you know, we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we we get visions that are that are far out, and we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the Power of Conquer Fear, I give a five-step plan for how to overcome. Fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. And there's an old saying that the difference between a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was, was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan to get, make sure that you stay brave. Just just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine your destiny. Because today, uh, people, the, the world has changed as you know it and it's going to take innovative people to really you know, mine out the greatness that still remains in this, in this universe, there, there's a lot of untapped resources people and, and you're going to get visions and, and promises you know, from God and, and, and through prayer, through fasting through you know, dreams and those things are going to change the very course of how, we, how life as we know it exists and you can't be afraid. You've got to go for it. So I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get have got a copy for a friend and trust me, you won't regret it. It'll be a book that changes your life. Hello, and we're back. I want to read to you something that uh, goes in line with what we were talking about earlier tonight with uh, Natasha talking about the law of attraction. And I want to read to you something from a book that is um, just a dynamic book. It's called A Secret of Unlimited Prosperity by uh, a, a young lady named Catherine Ponder. Um, Absolutely dynamic book I want to read to you her chapter on On the prosperity law Of mental acceptance And I'm going to read to you a section called Mental acceptance and the promised land There is nothing new about the prosperity law Of mental acceptance In the book of Numbers we find the formula for it The Lord commanded Moses to send 12 spies Into the promised land to investigate The situation there they were told to find out all they could about the promised land, whether the people were weak or strong, whether they were few or many, whether the land was fat or lean, as accounted in Numbers chapter 13, verses 12, excuse me, verses 17 through 20. Of course, the Lord had already stated that the land was rich, flowing with milk and honey. He had been promising the Hebrews this fertile promised land for a long time. The spies were sent in a psychological way reason to help them accept mentally this fine promised land to let them see at first hand the great blessings that awaited them the 12 spies stayed there for 40 days in fact they stayed too long stayed so long that the Hebrews began to worry about them when they returned they gave conflicting reports Joshua and Caleb were very excited about all they had found Caleb said enthusiastically Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. They described it as rich and brought back figs, pomegranates, and a cluster of grapes so big that it had to be carried on a staff by two men. This abundance of fruit was their proof that rich blessings awaited the Hebrews. But alas, Joshua and Caleb were the only prosperous thinkers among the twelve. The other ten spies gave an entirely different report. They stated that the land across the river was an evil land filled with giants, walled cities, and enemy forces. Joshua tried to correct their false report. The land which we pass through is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into that land and give it to us, a land which flows in milk and honey. Numbers 14, verses 7 and 8. As for the hostile forces in the land, he said, do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of that land their protection is removed from them and the lord is with us do not fear them numbers 14 and 9 but the people had not listened they had murmured and complained would that, would that we had died in the land of egypt our wives and our little ones would become will become will become a prey let us go back to egypt and that is the reason why I read that to you is this, is that you have to continually understand that the land we're getting ready to walk into, 2010, is, a, is, a, a very, is the promised land for us. But one thing about the promised land is that it's not free from work. You're going to have to work the promised land. You're going to have to be willing to do what is necessary to, to mine out the best of that land. Your dreams and your goals and your visions are absolutely, absolutely necessary. They're absolutely possible. They're absolutely achievable. But guess what? You're going to have to apply some elbow grease. But it's so worth it. I know if you, if anybody who can hear my voice has experienced some of the crap I've had to experience over the course of the last 10 years of my life, then what, what the little work we're going to have to do to possess the promise is meaningless compared to – the stuff we had to overcome. I can't sit here and begin to tell you the stuff I've had to overcome in the last decade. But I I can tell you right now, the promised land is worth it. The promised land is so worth it. I'm telling you, your dreams are so worth it. I'm telling you that everything that you want, everything that you desire, everything that you have been, been waiting for all your life is right in front of you. You've been positioned, the last 10 years you've been positioned, even as, as, as recent as the, the last quarter of this year, you've been positioned to receive some dynamic stuff. The promised land is flowing in milk and honey. That promised land is the, is the environment of your dreams. The nightmare has ended people. But will you possess your promise? Will you possess your promise? Will you possess your promise? Will you allow the enemy report to to deter you from being... And possessing that which has been promised to you. God forbid it. I know I won't have any parts of that. I've endured too much to not walk in my promise. You've endured too much to not walk in your promise. This is the last fourth quarter comeback show of 2009. Guess what? If you don't hear anything else I say tonight, I want you to fully hear this. Let's go up at once and possess our promise because we are full able. To overcome it and occupy it, we are very able to do it. You are very able to do it. I know some people may have have have, have been fearful of just moving forward into their destiny. But listen to me very carefully. if you launch out right now, you're going to meet with success. The degree of success I can't tell you, but I know if you if you at least step out, you're going to be successful because there's something dynamic about a person who's willing to step out into your destiny. There's something dynamic about how the universe responds to a person who, who says, against all odds, I don't care what it looks like, I'm going to step out into my destiny. I'm going to walk forward into what I know has been I've been promised. 2010 is our promised land, people. There's grapes the size of, of, of well, there's grapes that, that are so big that you're going to need two and three people to help you carry them. There's a land flowing with milk and honey. But you gonna to have to work. You gonna to have to. You gotta to to put some work together. You gonna to have to. You gonna have to consecrate yourself. You gonna to have to fast more. You gonna to have to pray more. You gonna to have to, to meditate more. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. It's so necessary. It's so worth it. I'm listen to my voice. If you don't hear anything else I say tonight, understand that we can we can go up at once and possess it because we are full able to overcome it and occupy it. Everything that you've been promised is right here in front of you. Will you possess your promise? Will you possess your promise? That's the question of the night. Will you possess your promise? you got all these people here telling you that it's possible. Will you possess your promise? Before we bring our our, our guest life coach back on, I want everybody to, to fully imagine, again, your ideal life. I want you to to fully embrace your ideal life. I want you to fully embrace your ideal life. I want you to think about all the things that you want to accomplish. I want you to think about all the things that you, you know would bring happiness to your life and to the life of your family. And I want you just to con- just continuously continuously stay locked on that. Just continuously stay locked on what it is you know you de- you deserve and you want you want and what you deserve. Because now we need to start sending out ideas and sending out what it is we want into the universe, so that we can start seeing it come back. Because your ideas are mag are, are magnetic, and if you truly want a thing. If you truly want a thing, if you truly want a thing, and you believe in your spirit that you deserve it, you'll have it. You'll have it. But I want to bring uh, our our life coach back on for about uh, five minutes or so to to give us some closing words. Uh, Natasha, are you still there with us? Yes. Okay. I want to go back to that on... The ideas and, and, and the, thought, the fact that thoughts are things. How can you, how does that a person can send out thought or send out an idea that of what they expect their life to look like and actually see it come back in their lives?
3: This is what I say. Hey, there's good news and bad news. The good news is that your destiny is literally one thought away. I think the unfortunate reality is that so many allow fear, fear-based thinking to pervert their ability to see their potential for success. Wow. And they literally leave their dreams sitting on the shelf of their mind. And so I go back again to it really is your responsibility to choose what you're going to experience in this life.
0: Wow. Wow. So you're telling me now that once that I have the power to choose what I want my life to look like.
3: Definitely. Definitely. You definitely have the power to choose it, but it's with your thoughts. It's with your thoughts, and you know, as we were discussing earlier, you know, there's a direct correlation between your thoughts and your words. So, you know, you really only want to begin to speak those things that you desire to see transpire in your
0: life. Right. Right. Well, that's dynamic. I'm. I'm just. I'm just so ready for 2010. Like I said, I I feel like Caleb and and, uh, and Joshua. I know that the land is filled with milk and honey. I know that, like I said, grapes are over there that that's that that's so big that we need two or three people to help them bring them back. Oh yeah. And and, and give us some parting words, Natasha. I want you to encourage the listeners to stay encouraged, to move forward into their destiny as 2010 approaches.
3: To stay encouraged and stay focused, Um, my biggest thing is, you know, I I love, you know, (laughs) it may sound funny, but I love statistics. But when you think about it, the average person speaks approximately like 500 words or so. But I think there's a reality check there because um, only 150 of those words are actually verbalized. So, you know, my my parting gift, I guess I should say, is really release yourself from the tyranny. Begin to really consider your thoughts and acknowledge your ways and move forward. As I said earlier, you know, set the goal and move to action. Move forward despite any self-talk. You know, move forward despite any glaring eyes of doubt. You know, move forward despite visible and invisible barriers that there may be. Because there always will be someone, including yourself, that will try to talk you out of moving forward into the life that you dream. But always remember that potential must be realized. So you need to take the driver's seat of your life and really proclaim your worth. And just live a life of expectation and expect that your dreams will come true. So I say begin to rewrite the story of your life. Because your destiny, your life, and your legacy—it it really is worth it. Because life right now is waiting for you to take the first step. So go ahead and un- unselfishly take that step into the beginning of your the rest of your life.
0: Wow. Well, Tasha, we thank you for coming out tonight. It's been an absolute honor. I would like for you to let the people know where they can find you and how they can contact you for for coaching services. Okay.
3: Again, my name is Natasha Allen. I am a life and career empowerment coach. My, the name of my company is One Life Unlimited. The website is onelifeunlimited.org. So that's onelifeunlimite dot org. Again, that's onelifeunlimited.org. And you can also catch me on Facebook, and you can use that. You can use my first, my first and last name, Natasha Allen.
0: Well, Natasha, thank you again for coming out, and I look forward to doing some more dynamic things with you in 2010.
3: Definitely. Thanks for the invite.
0: You're so welcome. Well, people, with the the last 15 minutes of the show, I want to just take some time to to just tell you what's on my heart. Um, this has been a dynamic ride we, we've been on together. I can't even lie to you. I've, I'm completely at a loss for words because I, all the words I can think of, they keep they keep evading me because I can't think of one word to describe how I feel about what we've done together this year. Over the course of this, this 2009 year, I have absolutely been blown away by just the, the outpouring of support that you guys have given me and giving my vision, and I appreciate it. And I I look forward to getting better at what it is I do to help you get better at what what it is that you do. I want each and every one of you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you. I care about you. I really want to see you get it. Look, it really is your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time to realize the, the life of your dreams. It's your time to realize the life of your dreams. It's your time to realize the life of your dreams. People, there's been a lot of bad things happen to a lot of us. And we're we're survivors. We're overcomers. Surely we can go up at once and possess our promise because we are well able to overcome any adversity that may be in in the way and occupy that which we were promised. I want each and every one of you to make a pact with yourself now, that no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what the situation looks like, that you will you will go up at once and possess your promise if you can hear my voice, then your promise is inevitable you You must go get it. We've been down for way too long people it the fourth quarter comeback movement was all about the resurrection of, of, of God's spirit in each and every one of our, our lives. That's, all, that's what this thing has been about. That's what I wanted to present to you is the resurrection of God's spirit in our lives. That when God arises, the enemy must scatter. I thank God for arising in each and every one of your lives and that the enemy of, of fear, lack, and doubt must scatter and leave you alone. I thank God for the opportunity to 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 coach, encourage him, motivate, sometimes even minister to you. I thank God for this opportunity because without you, this last year, I'd have just been putting together shows just for the heck of it. But you guys have come back each and every week, each and every time I put together another show, you were there. And I don't take that lightly, but I want you to understand what I'm getting ready to say. Together, we're going, to take, we're going to take more territory. Together, we're going to expand more boundaries. Together, you are a part of my vision, and I love you. Before I even some people, some of you, I may never meet in person, but I still pray that God's best manifests in your life. What you're seeing here is a labor of love. You see me pour out my heart and my spirit to you, each and every week. Sometimes two and three times a week, not to not to even. Get into the, the times that I've done interviews on other people's shows because I love doing this. I, this, is, this is what I have been put on this earth to do. This is what I've been purposed to do, is to encourage other people to get to their destiny. Part of my destiny is to light you on fire for your destiny. And I don't want you to lose sight of the goal. I don't want you to lose sight of your goals. I want you to, to completely understand what we're doing here. In 2010, we're going to take it to a whole nother level we're gonna go places that you never thought was possible. You I mean, just listen to my voice. You are going to experience some of the best times of your life. I'm gonna to continue to get better to continue to provide you content that empowers your life. I want you to know that I wanna I wanna give you this quote. And this is a, a quote that I always heard Les Brown saying, and he was quoting Muhammad Ali who said, who who was getting beat up, he was getting pummeled in a fight, and he kept getting knocked down, he kept getting back up, he kept getting knocked down, he kept getting back up, he kept getting knocked down, and he kept getting back up. And they asked him, after the fight, why did you keep getting back up? Because he said, and he said, and I quote, because on the canvas is no place for a champion to be. Whoever I'm speaking to tonight, whatever the canvas is of your life, get up, because on the canvas is no place for a champion to be. Your destiny is, is right in front of you. All I'm asking you to do now is just to take a look at your destiny. Take a look at the promised land. 2010 is is your time. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care if your mama didn't, didn't agree with you. I don't care if your daddy talked about you like a dog. I don't care if your best friends turned their backs on you. I don't care even if the person you thought was going to be there with you forever, left for the next-door neighbor. I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what the situation was. The promised land is greater than anything you've ever been through. The blessing is much greater than any curse that anybody that has ever spoken over you. I want you, if you can hear my voice, then you, un- you understand this. You're blessed. It is your time. It is your season. It is your season to possess what God has promised you. I don't know any other way to say it. I can't think of another way to say it. So I'll say it like this. It is your time to possess what God has promised you. It is your time to possess what God has promised you. I want you to hear it. I want you to hear this ringing in your ears. It is your time to possess what God has promised you. It's your time to possess what God has promised you. Yes. It's your time to possess what God has promised you. I want you to internalize it. Say, it's my time to possess what God has promised me. It's my time to possess what God has promised me. It's my time to possess what God has promised me. And people, I'm going to tell you like it is. I refuse to, subs- to be subservient to second-rate living Any. More. I refuse to be mediocre. I refuse to not experience the abundance that this universe has been created to give me. I suggest the same thing to you. Before we go, there's something I want to do. I want to acknowledge. I want to make some acknowledgments. Then I want to I want to pray a prayer for you, and a confession. I want you to to walk forward on fire into 2010. So before we go before we leave, I want to acknowledge uh, our guest for tonight, uh, Coach Natasha Allen from St. Louis, Missouri. I want to uh, acknowledge my my, uh, my 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 family, my my uh, close immediate family now. My uh, my, my Lionheart Enterprises family. Uh everybody who who has something to do with what I'm doing here. Uh Miss Tiffany Patton, my marketing consultant. Um Mr. Kenneth Moody, he does a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Everybody who who came out in the chat room tonight. Um Mr JL Godfrey Angel, Coach K and Angel, Mr. Harry Shade, tell it like it is, the Diamond Coach. And if I missed you, I apologize because I, I know there are more people. Joe Bennett, I know you were out there earlier in the night. Um, Guest 7765, I uh, thank you for showing up tonight for this show. I want to thank um, also uh, – Miss Karen L. Donald, uh, Pastor Ginaldo Lee, Lady Tiffany Lee, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, Dr. Beverly Jackson, and our great faith ministries of uh, family uh, both in Detroit and Atlanta. And before we go, I want to do this. I want each and every one of you, again, to stop what you're doing and just listen to my voice. It's your time to be and possess and do and go and and. and experience everything that God says. And that's my prayer for you tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today and we thank you. That this is our time. We thank you that you have have set us aside for such a time as now. We thank you that your that you have designed a lifestyle for us. That you that you created a lifestyle for us that even though we went through some trials and tribulations, that you had this desired outcome for us planned before we were even put on this earth. And we thank you for for the manifestation of your best in our lives. We thank you that through everything that we've gone through, through everything we've experienced, that you've never left us nor have you forsaken us. We thank you that as dreamers and visionaries that you continue to give us dreams and and, and allow us to see visions. We thank you that you are blessing us indeed and that you're giving us new territories and borders and that your hands upon us for good, not evil, so that the increase doesn't cause us any grief or cause anybody else any harm. We thank you for continuously pouring out your spirit upon us as we move forward into our destiny. We thank you for for just favor. We thank you that your hands is upon us for favor, for increase, for your grace, for your mercy, that your love is upon us. We thank you for, for doors being opened for our greatness. We thank you for everything that is necessary for us to be who you've called us to be. We thank you for those things manifesting in their due season. We thank you for your, your supernatural protection. We thank you... For the blood of Jesus Christ We thank you for just Allowing us to be Your representatives As dreamers and visionaries As world changers We thank you for for everything That you've done for us And everything you're going to continue to do for us We thank you that 2010 Is going to be one of the best years Of our life And in Jesus name We thank you for everything you've done Everything that you you will do And everything that you're doing for us Thank you for, for keeping your hand on our dreams. And thank you for keeping your hand on our minds and our bodies so that we can experience your absolute best. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. People, this is something I don't normally do, but I'm a, I'm going to tell you this. I believe that God gives seed to the sword. And 2010 is, is going to be here in less than 24 hours. And I'm going to be the first person to, to do this. Tomorrow... If you guys are going to any watch night services, take a $10 bill, take an extra $10 bill over whatever you may be getting ready to uh, to give an offering and to to give a, a a special offering to to welcome in the new year, just a 10 just at least a $10 bill. And show it on in uh, in belief of your destiny being revealed, your destiny being manifest and, and and being obedient to what God is telling you to do for your destiny. So without without a further ado, people, I thank you. I love you. I'm praying for you. I believe that 2010 is your time. It's your time. It's your time. It's your time. Be blessed. Know I'm praying for you. Know I love you. And remember my mantra and my motto, my motto and my mantra. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I will see you in 2010.
2: Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear, or pain, or loss, or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, in you? It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit, despite it all, black and white. Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat. Vowed a celibate, we rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just cause I walk as if I have oil wells Pumping in my living room Just like suns and like moons With the certainty of tides Just like hope springing high Still I rise Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes Shoulders falling down like teardrops Weakened by my soulful cries Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. (laughs) As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh, does it come as a surprise that I dance? as if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go right.